Hi, sisters, and welcome back to Goth Sorority. This is chapter meeting 26, and we're your hosts, Kathleen and Eleanor. Listen, guys, we've got kind of a bumpy episode for you this week. We don't know how things are going to play out. Yeah. We've had, we're rusty, okay? It's been two weeks since our last one. Yeah. Um, so There's... let's catch you up on what's been going on yeah. in the Groomberg world. Yeah. So happy belated Father's Day to, to all, all the, the fathers dads. listening out there. Only the hot ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do for Father's Day? Honestly, like, okay. It's kind of like annoying. <laughs> My, the night, fuck. Okay. Saturday night. Mm-hmm. My dad was like, guilt tripping us right he was like i just want to go to church tomorrow that's the worst (laughs) and i was like like (laughs) i have to like yeah what am i gonna say like no dad fuck you (laughs) on father's day i'm not going to church with you so i was like fine i'll go to church if you wake me up if and for the podcast listeners i am a bitch to wake up i'm horrible to wake up i'm mean I'm even mean to my dogs when they start barking in the morning. Like, I'm horrible. Like, I'm at my worst in the morning. Eleanor has experienced it. I am not proud of it. I'm embarrassed whenever I do it. Um, It's horrible. So maybe that was toxic of me to say to my dad. But I said, listen, boy. It's the price he's got to pay. Yeah, for dragging my ass to church. Yeah. and then we, like, also planned on seeing a movie. And then we were like, okay, we'll go to church. We'll go see a 1245 movie. And then he had plans to play golf at, like, I don't even know what time, four maybe. So he was like, yeah, that works out. Uh, next thing you know, it's noon on Father's Day. And he's, like, comes into my room and he's like, I'm still asleep. And he's like, do you want to go to that movie? <laughs> and I'm like bestie we have to buy tickets like so he just he just like let it go the church well i think he slept in oh okay he puts it like he he was overly ambitious yeah he was overly ambitious yeah and so we didn't make it to the movie (laughs) (laughs) no church for me and then he was gone like all day and my mom left uh for the airport, she's in Philadelphia right now. Oh, really? Yeah, with my uncle. He's sick. Oh. So um, yeah. she's in Philly taking care of him. Uh, so it was just me and him that night. We ate some food, and he goes to bed at 9. So our Father's Day celebrations were very pretty short. easy, pretty low-key. <laughs> yeah, pretty low-key. What about you? Uh, well, Saturday I went to the golf course with my dad and mm-hmm. brother, uh, first time back there in about six or seven years. Really? So it was wild. For those of you who don't know, I was a golfer. She was a I golfer. was on the golf team in high school. She was a sports girl. And I wasn't bad. I was pretty mediocre, pretty mm-hmm. middle of the road. But I did, like, practice a lot. Like, what's, in the summer? What's the best you ever scored? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. Like... I mean, like, low 40s for nine holes. It's not good. Oh. But for a high school no, my girl, dad, it's okay. not bad. I mean, I had known – I literally knew nothing about golf. I think I was, like, talking to my dad. And he was like, yeah, anytime I get under 90. Yeah. Uh, and I guess that's for 18. He's yeah. like, I'm satisfied. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah, so like a 45. Yeah. For, you know, a mediocre high school girl's yeah. golfer is not, not horrible. Not bad. Not bad, you know, bestie. Be proud there of was that. a girl on our golf team who <laughs> went to the state tournament. Uh-huh. And it was like they just had to fill up the slots, yeah. I guess. And she shot like a 200. <laughs> she did shoot a 200. <laughs> Um, I love that. But That's hey, incredible. it's not because she's a woman. No. Okay. It's because she was no. horrible at golf. Yeah. And I probably would have choked and done the same thing. Um, but I golf used to make me so anxious. I used to go to school on days of matches and be like, I hope I break my legs. Like I it made me so anxious. <laughs> really? It was bad. But I enjoyed playing yeah. like for fun. I enjoyed playing with my dad. It was just the spectacle that you hated. Yeah, like matches really did not I did not do well with matches yeah. with pressure. Yeah. Um as low pressure as they were, as low <laughs> stakes as they were. But um still. Yeah. So I was rusty to say the mm-hmm. least. Um yeah, it wasn't like embarrassing, but it was like, damn, we got a ways yeah. to go before yeah. we're gonna be playing golf again. But it's kind of like I'd kind of like to get back into it. I think it could be fun. Yeah, my dad's always like, you should come to the course with me. I think it'd be fun just to ride around on the car. Yeah, so we <laughs> I hit be balls, a cart girl. and then we had lunch there, and then I just rode around in the cart with my dad and brother while they played. Yeah, which that is fun. fun. Yeah, that's fun. And I want to wear like a cute little golf outfit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I kind of like it. Yeah. You know, it's an aesthetic. I was at the golf course in a ironic, alternative, <laughs> Lynchian, avant-garde kind of way. Okay. Yeah. Not in a basic no, way. No, would beat. Okay. It was in a contrarian, <laughs> ironic way. Period. And I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and then Saturday, or then Sunday, we watched golf most of the day because it was the U.S. Nice. Open. Which I, I did too. Yeah, I, I was on the couch. Yeah, I like, like half asleep. Well. <laughs> um, and then we grilled out. That was nice. it. Classic Beautiful. Father's Day. Happy Father's Very Day classic. to Jim. Jimbo Slice, one yes. of the podcast's biggest advocates, maybe the sure. biggest fan. Yeah, but Emma's up there too. Yeah. Shout out to Emma. Shout out to Emma. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so what have we been up to lately? Yeah, well, besties, we saw an apartment yesterday. Mm-hmm. We are looking to move the pod into its own home, okay? Yes. We're looking for a goth sorority house. A content house yes. coming soon. <laughs> um, It's going well, I would say. Yeah. I mean, we liked the first place that we saw. We're very seriously considering it. Yes. The only issue is that it is a shoebox. It's very small. Like, it's petite and womanly. It's a petite, womanly apartment. But the location is so great that we're like, should we just go for it? Because we like everything about it except that it's small. Yeah. The price is good. The location is good. Mm -hmm. And I like like all the finishes. Mm -hmm. Like I like the way the bare, Jesus, I'm like tripping all (laughs) over myself tonight. I like the bare bones look. Yeah. Of the apartment. I think it could be really good. We're going to explore some other options Mm -hmm. just to make sure. But yeah, we'll be tiny living. It's yeah. a little home. Yeah, we're minimalist. <laughs> it might have the same square footage as like some tiny homes, honestly. Honestly, yeah. It'll humble us. It'll yeah. be good for us to learn that yeah. things aren't everything. 
But they are. But my things will be sitting safely at my (laughs) father's house where I can access them at any time. There will be no throwing away of things. No, I want to try to sell a lot of things. I want to try to sell a lot of clothes in the period between now and when we move in. Yeah. To whatever place it is. Yeah. I need to sell a lot of clothes. Yeah. So that's happening. Yeah. Kind of exciting. And I guess we're kind of asking you guys, what do you think? Is it better to be in a small space in a great location or have some room to sprawl that's not so central? Yeah. Because we'd be close to a lot of stuff in this apartment. Yeah. I guess the that's kind of the way we've been living for the past year is like bigger space, but yeah. not in a good location. But, it feels but also at home. Yeah, but also at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So lots of elements yeah. there. Um, what else have we been up to? Really not much. No. Like, I couldn't tell you. No, I haven't done anything, f- like, fun, really. Mm-mm. The week before last, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. We saw A Quiet Place 2 together. Yeah, that was the first With movie. Emma. Yeah, <laughs> first movie I saw since March of 2020. Yeah. So it was weird. I mean, but it felt normal, so. Yeah. And the so. nice recliner seats. God, I love those seats so much. Yeah. Got a big old Slurpee. Uh-huh. Got some popcorn. popcorn. I really love going to the movies. Yeah. It's like my favorite activity. Yeah. I did become an AMC Stubbs member, so I better go yes. see some more movies. Yes. Um, Quiet Place 2 was fantastic. Killian's performance. Incredible <laughs> performance from Killian Murphy, as always. The guy's a professional. Um, we got... The American accent, Killian. Mm. Um, a rare form. The right? rare, the rare American what accent. What has he, what else has he done? That American man. Accent? Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably something else too, but that's what, what comes yeah. to mind. That's I hadn't seen the first one. So yeah. I kind of just like picked up on things uh-huh. and Kathleen filled me in on yeah. just the very basics of what <laughs> the I bare bones. To yeah. But yeah, I enjoyed it. It honestly wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. It's like jump scares, but... But yeah, they're not that bad. Like, I find killer movies way more terrifying than, like, things like that where it's like... I mean, I guess it is killer, but it's not, like, a person who's out to kill you. I don't know. Yeah. Agreed. So that was good. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then from here, there's just a lot of pop culture things that have happened in the past two weeks so it's gonna be kind of rapid fire we just want to give our silly little thoughts yeah okay today breaking breaking news news. i mean i guess there's not actually a whole well it is new yeah we kind of know we knew everything but we got confirmation from the source today anyways about britney spears her conservatorship she had like what would you call it? A preliminary hearing? Yeah. Because it wasn't like any determination was going to be made today. But yeah, I guess it's a preliminary hearing where she was able to make a public statement mm-hmm. in court about her situation. She has a court appointed lawyer, which is crazy. Yeah, because her father controls every aspect of her life. He controls her money. He controls like her work. He controls where she goes and what she does, who she can see, who she can't see, yeah. what medications she's on, uh-huh. whether or not she can see a doctor. Yeah. So he is like, she's his hostage. That's horrible. It's really fucking horrible. It's, 
Yeah, it's, it's inhumane. It is sinister. It's sinister. So she now is challenging that in court. She's saying this is not right. Yeah. Conservatorships have traditionally been used for elderly people who, mm-hmm. you know, have dementia or yeah. something who aren't capable of like keeping their own affairs in order uh-huh. or like people with intellectual disabilities yeah. um, for their parents or guardian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To keep their affairs in order. Britney Spears is a grown adult yeah. who has been performing, who has been working throughout the conservatorship. Yeah. So it was supposed to be like a temporary conservatorship mm-hmm. back in 2008 when she had her mental health crisis. Yeah. I guess, you know, when she shaved her head, when she, she was hospitalized. Yeah. Which even then, no wonder, like the way that she was treated oh, was by the media, awful. the shit that she had to go through. Yeah. Like, yeah, no wonder that she like had a breakdown. Yeah. And that she had to be hospitalized. It was so that bad. That doesn't back deem then. her like mentally no. damaged beyond repair no. for the rest of her life. It's so mind blowing. Like, someone who is mentally ill is not mentally impaired. No necessarily i mean i guess like they could be both but she's not she just has like mental health problems which you know are like exacerbated by the media and her circumstances it's not even like you know it's not normal the life that she lives is not normal um to where like it could be like circumstantial Mm -hmm. you know um but also what we found out about this is that she's been medicated on lithium yeah so she when she hasn't been complying with what her father wants her to do or like what because i think she had been performing in vegas she had a residency there for years yeah and once that had ended she wanted a break she wanted time to not do anything and her father was like no you have to do another show and she was like i don't want to do that so he told her therapist she's not complying. She stopped taking her medication. I don't know what medication she was like on before, allegedly on before, or like if he was just making that up. And so he told, like, they put her on lithium, which is lithium intense. is an extremely effective drug for people with type one bipolar disorder, mm-hmm. but it has extreme side effects. Which, you know, I think most people who take it for bipolar disorder take things to with it yeah. that kind of like counteract balances. Yeah, effects. counteract their side effects. But if you don't need that, if and you're, you're not yeah. bipolar, that is going to damage you mentally. Yeah. Like the toll that that takes on your body and your mind is horrible. It turns you into a zombie. Yeah. So if you don't need that, to be on it is detrimental to your health. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, like, in court, they're saying she's like a zombie. She, it's like she's in a coma. Yeah, probably because you have her on lithium that yeah. she doesn't need. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like she is just a hostage mm-hmm. to her father and to people who work for her father. She can't access her own money, so she's using a shitty court-appointed lawyer. Um, and there's just, like, no precedent for this. No. There's no reason why she should have... It's so hard to imagine how this could not go in her favor. Yeah, but then it sounds like there's just corruption involved. Yeah. The judge, uh, because there was a lawyer, we were watching CNN earlier, there was a lawyer on there who said, I'm her former lawyer, like I was on retention. I was retained. I was retained, um, and I'm willing to represent her now. Mm -hmm. 
And they were like, no, she's not mentally sound enough to to make that decision. Or yeah. And it's like, who is that? judging that? Yeah. And apparently there's like a big psychiatrist, like a reputable psychiatrist from UCLA, a geriatric psychiatrist. A geriatric who, psychiatrist yes, yes. is her psychiatrist? Well, it's who they were using Uh-oh. who said that she's allegedly not mentally sound or not like capable of making that decision. But then why are you taking – it's just mind-blowing to me because if that's the case, why are you taking a men- like a person who has severe mental illness issues and making them perform? Yeah. It just doesn't track. Well, yeah. It's like you say she's in a coma. She's like not even there. But we've seen her. She's been yeah. performing for the past, whatever, 10 years. Yeah. She's not in a coma. She's – Perfectly capable of earning the money and also, by performing. If this conservatorship were in her best interest, they wouldn't have had her por- performing if she was not doing well. Yeah, they would have had her in therapy. They're just using and getting treated. Hundred percent. It's awful. Um, yeah. So she has this shitty lawyer who's clearly not fighting for her properly. She. It sounds like the judge. Yeah, you're like, how could a honest judge look at this and say yes that is legal that is like necessary for her to have the i don't know what the good like what the proper terminology is like she has this conservatorship her father has this conservatorship over her i don't don't know know what the like yeah um verbiage is but yeah this clearly does not seem like it should be legal this is not what that law was created no. for. It's not what conservatorships are meant to do. They're meant to serve people. They're meant to protect people who aren't capable of making decisions for themselves. Yeah. And that's not what this is. Mm-mm. So she made that clear today. Um, that, yeah, she is capable of controlling her own life. Yeah. And she wants to move on with her life. She wants to get remarried and have more kids. Yeah. And she wants to not be on these medications that she doesn't or need. have the IUD that she has. Yeah, they won't let her take out her IUD because they don't want her to have more children. Like that's insane to me that they can mandate that over her. Yeah. So it's very sad. And so she kind of said her piece today mm-hmm. and then She's- now wants the records to be sealed going forward in these proceedings. Which yeah, is fair. it just like feels like so she's not gonna swarmy. get justice. Yeah. It feels like I don't know if they're paying off this psychiatrist. I don't know why this judge is, you know, feeding into this idea that she can't make her own decisions and she's, but again, like if she is in a coma and she does seem like a zombie, it's because of the medications that they've put her on. Yeah. Not because of like her natural mental state. Correct. Clearly she's like been performing. She's been successful. Yeah. She, is perfectly capable of making the money. But that's all they want her for. They're yeah. using her. Her father is using her. And, like, where's her sister? Where's her mother? Where's anyone else in her life to fight for her? It seems like she's been left to completely yeah. fend for herself. Yeah. And it's upsetting. It's very upsetting. So that was today. Um, free Britney. Is free Britney. Story. Absolutely. Also today... Uh, new frenemies dropped yeah. with the new host. I can't tell if it's serious or if yeah, it's... Yeah, we didn't finish out the episode for the record. Yeah, but Ethan brought on his mother mm-hmm. and said, this is the new host, co-host of Frenemies. 
I don't know how serious that is. Yeah, I don't know. She's also kept making jokes, like, families, you know? Yeah. Which, yeah, in the frenemies uh, universe, stuff has definitely gone down since oh, we last yeah. spoke. I don't want to go into no, it. No, it's, like, so... It was, like, consuming my life for <laughs> because I had nothing else to do. So I was I have no time for my all family. of Trisha's videos. <laughs> I'm working every day. I'm depressed. <laughs> I was watching all of Trisha's videos, and then I was, like, I have to stop because yeah. I hate her. She's a bad person. Yeah. She has really fucked up this time. Yeah. But a theory that I saw mm-hmm. that I think could be the truth mm. is that Trisha is in love with Ethan. Trisha is obsessed with Ethan. And so Ela being pregnant again uh-huh. is what really, I mean, I think Trisha was triggered by Ela's pregnancy regardless. Yeah. But like she said from the beginning, like, Oh, I'm sleeping with Moses to like fuck Get- with you. And people think she straight up has just been using Moses to get close wow. to Ethan. She's in love with Ethan. She's obsessed with Ethan. And now that it's like, oh, he's having another baby with Ela, it really just like put her off the edge. It's an interesting theory. It's an interesting theory. I don't know if I believe it, but it's interesting. I kind of believe it. She, before they started Frenemies, like, and of course she then But she didn't really like him, did she? She thought he was like me. Well, she tweeted like sexual stuff about him all the time. Yeah. Yeah, gross wow. stuff. And I saw that thing on like the-, the first time she was on their podcast. Yeah, of like, you know, would you get with me if we, if me and Ela weren't married? And she was like, yeah, yeah, or like, and she no. just joked a lot on where she was like, would you do a shower video with me for OnlyFans? Like us in the shower together? And he's like, you couldn't pay me a billion dollars to do that. And she's like, you're lying. You want to have sex with me? And then she claims that he, like, sexually harassed yeah. her. The whole thing is messed up. I think the world can see that she is in the wrong. Yeah. That Ethan is in the right. Um, but, yeah, so now is his mother going to be the permanent co-host? I don't know. I, I don't, don't really know. think so. It seems like it's kind of just, I don't like, think so. Uh, something they threw together for, yeah. to get content out. Yeah. I hope so. I don't know. I don't. I don't think frenemies should continue. I think really? frenemies as a whole should just stop. Mm. I don't know. It would have to be a very good co-host yeah. for me to feel. Yeah, like it's like continue. the mom can't. No, I mean know. the mom is fun. It's like, oh, let's rehash like Ethan's childhood, yeah. funny stories, but that's not like an every week. Yeah, you're right. I don't think, but you're we'll right. see. Maybe it is. Um. Moving on, yeah. There is a Gossip Girl reboot in the works. Uh-huh. Do we know I'm when sure everyone is out? aware of for HBO Max? I don't know. Let's see. But recently, the creator has been saying like this is not going to be like the original. Okay, the characters are going to acknowledge their privilege. Um, you know, they're not going to be flaunting their wealth. They're not going to be taking limos. They're going to be taking Ubers, you know, (laughs) they're Joe Schmoes. No one wants this. No, that's the, it's like so far from the point of Gossip Girl. The point of Gossip Girl is like pure indulgence. It's like escapism. Yeah. I don't want to turn on Gossip Girl and see them being woke about their privilege. It's almost like. 
I think the argument here is like, oh, well, the original Gossip Girl is like rich people propaganda, like, oh, these luxurious lifestyles. This is even more so rich yeah, people propaganda. Yeah, you're, right. you're like, right. The rich people are socially they're evolving. Now. They're <laughs> evolving and they're good people too. No, they're no, not. They're, they're not bad not. people. They're and bad. I want to see them behave badly. I want to see them slut shame yeah. other teens. I want to see them be classes. You're right. Scum. It is propaganda. It is. It's like I don't care about rich kids acknowledging their privilege. Because they don't. That's not how it no. is in real life. No. So, yeah, most people here, most people on Twitter are not on board with this. Yeah. They don't want this. Um, because yeah, again, it's like, it's supposed to be escapism. Mm. It's indulgent. It's hedonistic. Yeah. Like the original one, if it was PC, like it would be so bad. It would be boring. It'd be boring. Like the original, we haven't really, you know, gone into Gossip Girl. There's a lot to say there. Um. God, I want to rewatch the original Gossip Girl. Yeah, there's just, there was nothing... Nothing like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was really a masterpiece. Yeah, one of a kind. And I guess, like, maybe the issue is just trying to return to it at all. Yeah. Trying to reboot it at all. Like, why? Why are we doing that? Um, kids these days can just watch the old one. I know. I it's know. on Netflix. Yeah. Why do they yeah, need a I new feel one? like it's, it's just... kind of same vibe as, like, when they tried to do Mean Girls reboots. Yeah. And they just flopped. You know? Yeah, it's just like there's no reason for this. No. Um, but we'll see. Maybe it'll be good, but I don't like the concept of these rich kids acknowledging their privilege. No. Um, but then I saw something today that honestly, like, really hurt. Um, because it really had me thinking, and I was like, oh my God. What? Someone said, newsflash. Gossip Girl is still pissing off the olds. The only difference is you're the olds now. Because uh, uh, <laughs> it's like uh, the original, the tweet that that was replying to said, Gossip Girl was fun because it was pure escapist fun. It was messy, ludicrous, and it didn't pretend to be otherwise. Remember when they used bad reviews for their marketing? Genius. This is the kind of trashy team dramedy I want to watch, not whatever the reboot is. But yeah, now they're like, well, you're the ones giving it bad reviews. Like back in the day, yeah. older people gave it bad reviews. And that's what you're like. Oh, my God. No. I know. It really fucked me up thinking I'm about old. it. It's like I'm old now and I'm mad about gossip. <laughs> Fuck me, man. <laughs> but in our defense, we are Gen Z. Yeah. Okay. okay we're we're young. The- we, I at least didn't watch Gossip Girl as it was airing. Yeah, no, I watched I didn't it a couple of years after its end on yeah. Netflix. So I feel like we're like prime candidates for a reboot. Yeah, because right? so we I'm appreciate like, we are the original enough to be the target yeah, audience young, of this okay. reboot. Um, and I don't care; it's different. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm old. like, I want it to be more like depraved. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I don't want it to be woke no kids acknowledging their privilege no no one asked for that like is there no escape from this hell that <laughs> we literally it really isn't will we be watching yes. yeah probably you can bet your sweet ass i will be whenever it comes out i'm not sure when that is yeah 
some other discourse this week mm -hmm. on Twitter. Um, so there was a thing going around about interns because mm -hmm. some intern at HBO Max or HBO like sent out an email to all subscribers, yeah. which is millions of people. I don't even know what, I think it was just like an empty email. It was like not towards like, why are we even talking about this? Yeah. But it started a trend on Twitter where people were like, dear intern to make this. Imagine being that better. person. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like damn, damn, I'm famous. <laughs> Everyone's talking about me. Um, yeah. So it was like older people being like, dear intern, this is the worst thing that I ever did. Yeah. So don't feel bad about this. Um, so Monica Lewinsky Oof. tweeted. I'll pull up the tweet. Um, Miss Monica. Love her. She's like, you know, she makes tweets like this every now yeah. and again when there's like she plays opportunity it, okay? to. She does play into it. Um, as is her right. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's like, you know, when there's a chance to joke about it. So she said, dear intern, it gets better, heart. P.S. Don't wear a beret for a while, okay? A beret? <laughs> Which I guess, yeah, I mean, we're, we're too young and hot to understand that yeah. fully, but I think she was wearing a beret at the Senate hearing or something, uh, or when it went down, I don't know. At some point, point in her relations with President Bill Clinton, she was wearing a beret. Um, so then there were some middle-aged liberals <laughs> on Twitter and TikTok mm -hmm. who were upset about this. And Jesus. they, I think one of the tweets was like, Monica constantly joking about something that was so traumatic for Hillary does not sit right. <laughs> traumatic for Hillary. Shut up. We have to laugh. Like in no scenario is Monica not the victim of that no. situation. She was 19, right? 22. She was 22. Okay, but right, that's right. like, that's our age. Yeah. And he was the most powerful person on the face of the earth. And like, yeah, there's just no scenario where it's like, she was and to these, blame. These yeah. like supposed feminists who yeah. love Hillary so much, they're like, well, she pursued him. Like she was a whore. She she stalked him. It's like no. you can't stalk the president of the United no. States. He pursued her. She he could have shut that down at any minute. Yes. Any moment. He could have fired her. He could have fired her easily. So like, don't act like it was her no. doing. And then, and of course, she thought he was handsome. Like, yeah, I'm like, that's just like, and if he natural. gave her attention, that's on him. Yeah, he was married. Yeah, I can't believe we're still having that conversation. I know it was just mind blowing to me that there are still people who think that who are like Hillary was the true victim of this situation. Bill and Hillary ruined this 22 yeah. year old's life. Ruined essentially. her life. And now 20 years later, she can joke about it on Twitter if she wants. Yeah. To, okay. Like she will never be free of this. This will always be her legacy. Yeah. Um, and I mean, did Hillary ask for her husband to cheat on her? No, but she like, She's not the main victim. No, here. I'm sorry. She's not. And they're saying like maybe Monica should think about Bill's wife and child. It's no, like, Bill should think about his wife. Bill and child. should think about his wife and child. Also, his child. We're talking about a 40 year old woman. Okay, and Hillary is what 70 something. Like, 
they can take care of themselves. Yeah. They don't need you simping for them on the internet, no. tearing down Monica Lewinsky. You're right. Like she is not at fault in this situation. No. So. Never has been, never will be. Yeah. Libs. So it just was funny to me. It's like, yeah, they're really still discussing this. This is yeah. still a question mm-hmm. that Monica is like, whether she's the victim or dealing not. with every day. I can't imagine that. Well, in other feminist yeah, <laughs> news, on. we have a new girl boss on the scene, you guys. She is coming in hot. This is the most sinister thing I've ever <laughs> seen on the internet, honestly. So how do we know how old this girl is? 10. She's she's 10, ten years old. Um, I don't know the exact circumstances of this, but I saw a TikTok. Her parents, like, put on this TED Talk or something. Her yeah. parents seem like they're, you know, the entrepreneurial, entre- whatever, whatever. You, just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, like, the hustling, like, yeah. come to our business conference, like, <laughs> scammy. No family. days off. No days off vibes. Um, and now they're using their child <laughs> to peddle this <laughs> propaganda. So, hold on. Let me pull up the clip. It's important. Very It important. is so disturbing. <laughs> it's like a TED Talk, I guess. Yeah. But it seems like just anyone can do a TED Talk these days. It really It's does. not even like it's that big of a deal. But there's a good amount of people here. Let me see if I can get the audio to be okay. At 10, you're stuck. You're not really a kid, and you're not really an adult, and you're very clearly not a teenager. But seriously, I can't wait to work. I can't wait to really work, to have a job, to have responsibility, to be treated like an adult. You know, I'm happy when I work. I'm happiest when I'm busy. And I'm most fulfilled when I'm contributing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love moving up. Sleeping in. I love my computer, my phone. Mom took my phone from me, though. It was like taking me off life support. But you know. And I'm sure you do. Doing nothing all day in front of a screen. It doesn't make you feel good just looking at it all day. Like, I mean, unless you're doing something on it. But if you're just looking at it, it's useless. Do you guys agree? Say 10x if you agree. This year, let's agree to work more, not less. So, deranged, deranged. Also, she had a full beat Full on. face and makeup. <laughs> I'm like, is this allowed? But like, okay, queen. Okay, yeah, girl. 10 years old, full face and makeup, saying... We need to work more, not less. Oh my god, girl! I don't want to fucking hear. Okay, <laughs> like I will kill myself. Like you just can't wait until you have a, a job. She can't okay. wait to be. You don't want this life. I'm telling you. She wants to be a girl boss. Right okay? off the bat, how sinister to be like, when you're 10 years old, you're no longer a kid. What? Since when are 10-year-olds yeah. not kids? They are. They are definitely kids. They are. They're, they're not even kids. tweens. Like, no. they are kids. You're not a kid and you're not an adult. Girl, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Why would you, you want to grow up so ahead. fast? It's Literally, so I look sad. back on being 10 or like, Anywhere around that age. And I'm like, that was bliss. To be dreaming bliss. of working. To be dreaming of labor is so depressing. Yeah. Very depressing. Um, but yeah, it's like, let's like, see let's what go you're outside and play. years from now. Let's play hide and seek outside. Yeah. Baby. 15 years from now. Let's hear what you have to say. Not to be like belittling to her. It's just crazy. No, I like, never wanted a job. Those like, are not natural thoughts in her head. Those have been put there by right, her parents. Yeah. Like she has been uh, 
indoctrinated yeah. into the capitalist mindset. Yeah. So the girl bosses are just getting younger and younger. Yeah. She's going to be our boss. Yes, yeah, she is. Soon. That's horrible. Ten years from now. Ten years from now. Uh, when we're slaving away <laughs> the content factory. So uh, yeah. true. And lastly, mm-hmm. we have... A black ball. I know we haven't done a black ball in a minute. It kind of relates to the previous point, right? Yeah. It's How about ki- children yeah. and media? So there's an image I saw of a mother with her children. It will be in visual, so please reference. And she's holding one of the classic like Pinterest board things. You yeah, know, letter boards. Like, letter boards. A letter board, and it says, "Into the woods we go." Because kids won't remember their best day of television. Fuck that. Immediately yeah. fuck that. I mean, no hate to this mother specifically. No, 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 no. That's fine if that's how you want to raise your kids. I just disagree with the I strongly so disagree with that. I think I clearly remember my best days of television mm-hmm. as a child. Do I remember being dragged to the woods? Like, yeah, I remember like being forced to go on hikes and, and being stuff, upset. And I hate it. <laughs> it sucked. But do I remember that so sweet life of Hannah Montana? Uh-huh. Yeah, I do. I remember I it do. like it was yesterday, mm-hmm. the crossover. For me, I think my best day of television was definitely high school musical premiere. Yes. Followed by Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. Right? It was the same yes. night. High school musical two premiere, um, Disney Channel game nights. All of, I mean, Disney. Yeah. Disney, Disney, really. I guess kids these days don't know what it feels like. No. They but really don't. I sure as hell remember my best TV days. Yeah. Well, damn. Now I'm, like, thinking about it, though. It's like, is it they don't remember their best TV days because they can have it whenever they want? They can yeah. have the things they want whenever they want? Damn. Because, like, we had to wait. We had to anticipate what was going to be on TV that day. There was anticipation yeah. and satisfaction. Yeah. You know, there really isn't that for kids because it's, like, it's all on demand. Damn, maybe she's right. Because <laughs> they just get the waiting? iPad from the time that they're one year old. Yeah. Sometimes they can hold the Watching iPad. Watching Coco Melon. Damn. Fuck. I take it back. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe do take your kids into the woods. Yeah, because it's Race like feral there's children. just no, you know, there's nothing special about it. Yeah. They have Damn. nothing like what we had. I really pity. Wow, this took a turn. <laughs> this took a turn. So blackballed, taken back. Reverse. <laughs> Reverse, you know, to us. We're canceled because we should have used our critical thinking skills. I know. Wow. This has been a mind-blowing episode, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of a wild one. Um, Hope you enjoyed. Nevertheless, I will say there will be no episodes next Wednesday because I'm going uh, dog-sitting in Huntsville. So, yeah. We'll have to wait until next Wednesday. Well, next, next Wednesday. Yeah. We'll get caught up on Bachelor and any pop culture news that happens between now and then. Yeah. Let's hope more exciting things happen. Yeah. Because we want to give you guys the best content. So Mm -hmm. we'll go out and live our best lives for you. Mm -hmm. With you in mind. That's the only reason. (laughs) Okay. Bye, sisters. Bye, sisters.